Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight series. Welcome back to another Funky Fresh episode. <laughs> is this the energy we're arriving with tonight? Or this I... is the strange energy I'm bringing into 2021. You know what? We that's did valid. it. That's valid. That's we're valid. out of 2020. I can't... Okay. Fun teaser for this episode is that I started out, like, within the first four days of 2021, crying over a vampire romance novel. So, like, more on that later. But, um... <laughs> yeah... I've fallen very far, very quickly. <laughs> we have fallen down saying. a hole and we can't get up. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. Um, so today, okay, so we put out a poll on Twitter a while ago, um, and we are switching over to doing one chapter per episode. We've been talking a lot about every chapter and the episodes get really long, and also as we're getting into the later books, I mean, like, Twilight was a lot of fluff, but... Um, you've said that it kind of gets more, there's mm-hmm. more in each chapter from now, or not always there's, from now on, but, like, there's more. <laughs> there's generally more from the beginning, because we're not talking about, like, oh, like, will they, won't they, like, relationship stuff, and, like, what's a vampire? Like, we're out of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've they've made it very clear this is not the same lore as Sims, and so, therefore, <laughs> um, we have, yeah. So, but, so we're going to be moving over to one chapter per episode, which means today we are covering New Moon Chapter 3, uh, which was a beefy, chunky, thickums chapter, I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> it was! <laughs> in, like, a yeah. good way, though. I had fun. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's a lot in here. Uh, it really kicks off uh, the book right at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I know! And I'm so glad, first of all, I gotta say, I was right. Because of course I'm right. <laughs> Yeah, because it wasn't um, obvious at all. No, no, no. You shut up, it. shut up, right. shut up, You're shut smart. up. I'm just so intuitive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, well, I am. So <laughs> this chapter is titled The End, which, again, God, my brain, how did I figure it out? Oh, my God. Oh, my mind. Your mind. It's brilliant. Yeah, I was not expecting the extent to which they break up. <laughs> but, you know, we'll talk about that We'll later. get into it. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. So this is basically taking place right after the drama of the Cullen household paper cut turned into (laughs) arms slashed open with glass (laughs) drama. And Edward is being a dramatic little bitch. Uh, Classic, classic. Classic. And it's so awful. Like, here's the thing. I have to admit the tension is chef's kiss in this chapter because i felt it in my chest the entire time this like uncomfortable like waiting for the other uh shoe to drop type of feeling yes the entire time yes i was gonna say that like and i'll i'll probably point out a few places but like i was literally feeling the panic myself and like Mm -hmm. i am i'm like i i'm an emotional reader and i i'm a very like i'm also really an expressive reader so like if something uh if someone's like having an argument i will literally be like frowning at the book and i'll just like realize that my eyebrows have been furrowed for really long and it like hurts and i'll have to Uh massage them out (laughs) so but like so i was like feeling bella's panic at times in this um in this chapter yeah Uh, And, like, my first note, too, is that, like, she's in, like, such a state of, like, tension that, like, she can't even, like, feel like she can hold a conversation with him about what's wrong because she's afraid that it's just gonna, like, open the dam and, like, the floodgates of, like, oh, like, all this bad shit will come out. Like, let me just give some time and, like, things will go back to normal, like, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. But that's so unhealthy. Like, she's like, oh, like, I'm just gonna, you know, uh, I'm just gonna wait for... Alice to come back hopefully and things will go back to normal because I don't want to mention it to him at all and yeah it's it's really uh uncomfortable that yeah. she can't talk about the issues with the person who she's having the issue yeah. with but she's like waiting desperately for her other friend to get there so she can talk to them like that's um certainly not commu- good communication there no yeah that's <laughs> and really he's being bad communication. aloof 
And yeah, like, and like it's so obvious. Oh, like it's eh. so obvious that something is not right. And I don't know how he, why he is making her suffer through this for so long. This like I know, he's uncomfortable. Such a piece like of shit. something's wrong, but you won't tell me what it is. And if I ask you a question, you're gonna deny it for sure. So what? What are we doing here? Yeah, <sighs> it, he's just he's such a shit in this chapter. Seriously. And even when she asks where Alice is, because Alice doesn't show up for lunch, mm-hmm. which she was hoping for, he just says, oh, uh, she's with Jasper. They've gone away for a while. Somewhere. And he doesn't, the thing is, like, he doesn't even tell her until she prompts him, too. Nope. I know. God. The worst. <laughs> this is called uh, Edward is the Worst Chapter. It really, really is. So, yeah, I literally have in the margins, this is literally the worst. She thinks she's a plague because she's running them out, she thinks. Mm-hmm. Because she's realizing that, you know, like, Alice and Jasper are both away for whatever reason. You know, you find out later. Um, and she's like, I'm just doing this to people. Which we know that she's awkward and that she's not confident in her, like, people-pleasing abilities and, like, social abilities and just, like, if people like her or not. Like, mm-hmm. she's done, she's a teenager. She's generally, like, an anxious teenager. So this is, like... The actual worst <laughs> yeah. position for it. Well, because she knows Rosalie doesn't like her, and right. like they pieced out for a while, and yeah, and now she's like, oh, cool, like my best friend Alice is gone because Jasper can't be near me because he nearly tried to kill me. Yeah. Oh God. Okay, so yeah, so he's doing this all day, and she's like, oh. So you'll come over tonight, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, you sure. You still want me to? I guess. Yeah, he's like, if you want me to. And she's like, I always want you. She's like, obviously, like, you know. And he's like, all right. Yeah. Like, cause she literally says how he usually would, like, laugh or mm-hmm. smile or something. Like, how he usually does. And he literally just says, all right, then, indifferently. And it's like, oh! <laughs> There's going to be a lot of these noises in this episode because I'm pissed. Yep. Bro. I, I feel it all. The thing is, too, it just reminds me so much of, like, the almost breakup phase, like, in real life. Where yes, you're just like, yes, things are yes. not normal. And I can tell that they're not normal. But we're, like, pretending like it is because, like, I, like we're in denial that, like, things are like not going well so I'm just like you know maybe if I just pretend things are normal it's gonna be fine so you're gonna come over right and it's just kind of like I mean I guess I guess I have to because we're still together (laughs) 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 yeah so after this you know she goes to work for a bit and she says that she's like panicking as she's driving Mm -hmm. to work and this is one of the first places where I was like I like this was, like, the first place where, like, my heart skipped a beat when I was reading. So, I was like, I'm feeling, like, nervous and, like, panicky yep. for her. Like, the way this is, and we'll see as, like, you know, this might even be, like, a fault of S. Meyer's writing that ends up being a plus in this chapter. But, like, it's dragged on so long for yeah. so many days and, like, so many pages of this book that it's just, like, agony for even the reader. And I just think that's, like... I don't even know if she meant to do that because, you know. But it works for this. Awful. But it works so well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and she's in her head, like, thinking of, like, uh, she starts going through what, what are the worst possibilities? Like, something is, bad is happening. What are things? She doesn't say. First she says, what's the worst that can happen? But then she's like, no, 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 I don't want to think about that. And then she says, what's the worst I can live through and deal with? Right. And so she starts accepting the possibility that, like, oh, you know, we're, we're going to have to go away. Like, we've caused too much trouble here. It's not safe. We're going to have to leave so, like, his family can carry on their lives normally without me there. And so she starts constructing this, like, sort of almost fantasy in her head of, like, oh, that's what's happening here. We need to leave Fork soon. I'm going to start acting like I have, I'm going to prepare to leave. So she, like, remembers that she has this camera uh, and, you know, she's supposed to make this scrapbook for her birthday and she starts taking right. pictures of things and she's like mentally like, okay, I just got to prepare for this. He's just getting ready to tell me the worst, which is that we have to leave everybody behind, but I'm going to be prepared for it. And it's like, oh, Bella, you sweet summer child. I know. It's so, she's so naive and like, she isn't even considering a breakup. Like it doesn't even seem, and maybe, I mean. You know, all the the subtext here is that she yeah. is worried about that, but she's just pressing it down, refusing yep. to think about it. But mm-hmm. it, it totally shows her naivete when she's just like, she would rather 
construct this entire narrative of her leaving her entire life behind her and running away than them breaking up. Yep. Um, which is exactly. extremely high school. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> um, so yeah, this at this point, uh, it's after work and Edward is already at uh, her place and he's watching ESPN <laughs> with Charlie. Yeah. Oh my God. And he's like, Focusing on the television for once, which never happens. Yeah, it's such a weird vibe. And, like, he, like, barely acknowledges that Bella's even there. I know. Uh, it, the whole thing just feels wrong. And so she's, like, desperately, like, uh, how do I make this, like, feel okay? And, you know, she she brings out the camera. But, like, Edward's, like, barely, like, as soon as Charlie takes the picture of them together... He's, he stops touching her again. Yeah. Like, he briefly, yep. like, puts his arm around her, and then he's like, okay, I'm done. I'm done he's performing. such a douchebag. Sorry. <laughs> and also, like, <laughs> like, literally, like, when that first happens, and he's like, oh, I'll be right behind you, and he chooses mm-hmm. to hang out with Charlie watching SportsCenter. Yeah. Instead of hanging out with his girlfriend. She, like, goes into the other room. She literally can't even eat. She's literally having a panic attack because it says I know. she sits in the chairs, pulls her knees up, and wraps her arms around them and is just, like, in her head. Yeah. And she, like, is trying to get control of herself and reason with herself, which obviously shows that she's spiraling. And it's just like, oh, my God, this poor thing. And then, you know, this is where she constructs that whole fantasy. And then she's having this, like, big debate in her head of, like, oh, God, I'd have to leave my family, like, now. And I'd yeah. never be able to see them again, or at least for a very long time, and I'd abandon them. And it's just, like, she's reckoning with a lot of stuff, and she's just, she's in and she's such so, a distressed she's state so willing, throughout this whole chapter. She's so willing to believe that, you know, of all the possibilities, it's never that Edward's going to leave her. It's always, like, whatever yeah. happens, like, you know, me and him are going away together somewhere. I have to leave stuff behind, but, like, I can accept this. But, no, like, he he is willing to do that. I mean, God, hate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she was take. She was trying to like. It's so weird because I can't. God, it's like imagine if your partner came over and you know you're supposed to hang out and they spend the entire time mm-hmm. with like your parents. Yeah. That's so like weird. not wanting to be alone with you for some reason, and you're just like, uh, <laughs> what's going yeah. on here? God, it's so. And so she's like. This is more of, like, where she's in just such a distressed state that she, like, isn't even functioning properly because, you know, she didn't eat. And then she's also talking about how she's taking pictures, Mm -hmm. but there's not much else she can take pictures of. But this feeling of, like, anticipation is growing stronger and this need to take pictures because she thinks she's leaving. And she she says it was almost a compulsion which is definitely, like, a sign of her being in a very distressed mental state yeah. and trying to do Hold something to physical, something. tangible that she can just focus on mm-hmm. and avoid thinking. And it's, God, I, I w- I'm just really stressed for her. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, no, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my well, God. Well, and the worst thing is, too, is after this whole, like, awkward Edward hanging out with her dad thing happens, she's like, okay, so you're going to stay the night? And he's like, nope, not tonight. And then yeah. he leaves. He just drives away. <laughs> he just fucking leaves, bro. Okay, before that, though. Um, yeah, so they take the pictures. And one thing I need to note that is just fucking ridiculous is that Charlie's like, all right, enough pictures. And he squishes the brand new yeah. camera into a crevice of the social yeah. cu- sofa cushions and rolls over it. Puts his entire body weight on top of the brand new camera. So, like... Within the span of three chapters, he's thrown the camera and sat on it. Yeah. I just... Also, why do they keep throwing the camera back and forth? Like, this is not how you handle a camera. camera. Maybe it's, like, not that... I don't know how nice of a camera it's supposed to be. Well, it's clearly not that nice because later on we find out that she has to get, like, film developed. And I'm like, it's 2006. There's digital cameras. Is it, like, a camera? It can't be disposable. That would be a shitty birthday present. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. But, like, uh, God, I don't know. It's just weird. Well, anyway. <laughs> it, I, just, I just don't know. Because when I, it was 2006, I 100% like had, like, a, a sh- shitty digital camera. But, like, people had digital cameras then. Yeah, so, and, like, and it's definitely, I mean, like, even then it was still, like, 
this is not something that you just toss around Yeah, lightly. you don't just throw it around. And, like, I remember yeah. my sister accidentally got hurt because we both got cameras the same year. Uh, <laughs> and she, like, dropped hers by accident. Or, like, actually, I honestly think one of my friends made her drop it by accident because we were oh, fucking God. around a lot. Um, <laughs> and her camera, like, broke, but it was, like, still within warranty because this is literally, like, the day after Christmas because we had, like, a party <laughs> and I had a bunch of friends over. Um, and her camera literally broke because it got dropped. And oh, so, yeah. yeah you know you don't just throw that shit around you really don't yeah so like i've written i've started writing all of my notes in the margins of the book because i just like looking at it chronologically and i feel sorry if this ever gets like donated and someone else gets it because there is so much foul language in this chapter specifically <laughs> just me being like this fucking little piece of shit <laughs> um and like he's being just fucking horrible to her blah 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 so like that was like when yeah you know she's Mm. asking if he's staying and she's not even surprised because she knows what he's gonna say but she's still hoping for some reason oh it's just so sad yeah it's so sad the whole thing i just feel it in my heart and it hurts and i i want to be out of here let me out (laughs) ouchie 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 um so then the next day it continues he doesn't pick her up, right? Uh, nope. Yeah, she just gets to school and meets up with yeah. him. It's just so weird that he's. Yeah, still all the patterns there. that like we like previously established of like their relationship in in Twilight. He's obviously completely abandoned all of them, yeah. and but he's still hanging around. And yeah, there's no wonder like she has a line um, on one of these pages about she was just impatient at this point how long can this Mm -hmm. last and it's like yeah like why are you dragging this on so much it sucks yeah it's like and it's so uh, obvious that something is not right so what are you what are you what are you accomplishing like you'd think he'd just avoid her all out instead of just being around her still like going through the motions but being completely silent and like basically ignoring her just without leaving her side physically it's just so weird I would have rather he just fucking disappeared, you know? Like, I would have rather he just didn't show up. Because having him there, but still giving the silent treatment, and being completely changed in demeanor, yeah. like, appearance even. Like, she talks about it's, how he, his eyes are cold. His eyes are cold. He's, like, aloof. He's not looking at her. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, like... Oh, God. And she, like, tries to connect with Jessica, and, like, does, like, takes... Have has Jessica take pictures with the camera and she's like trying to like liven the table up and be a person and participate but she's like it just seems strangely childish and she wasn't in the mood for normal human behavior and she's just like unable to interact and she's unable Mm -hmm. to get she's unable to get to Edward and she's unable to get to her friends Um, well because she's in such an anxious state herself it's like there's no amount of distraction that's gonna suddenly like ease that because it's it's so like consuming her within like good reason yeah i wouldn't be surprised if like on a level she's like dissociating oh yeah like for like all of these days (laughs) like like going in and out of that constantly because she's just so in her head and she's so like unaware and like unable to like process normal human interaction and like behavior um that it wouldn't surprise me if she like doesn't even if she kind of like zones this is like of one of the this is like one of the first times in um <laughs> in like the book series so far where I'm like yeah like Bella's actually behaving like a totally normal person in this like <laughs> instance like this is how yep. I would react. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Man. And so she gets all of the photographs printed and uh, it's so sad. She finds she gets the, to the first picture and, you know, there was, like, this joke that, like, oh, are you going to be invisible on it, haha? And he's not, and he's gorgeous. And the line that got, like, that made me just sad was that he had the warm eyes that I'd missed seeing for the yeah, past few days. Yeah, and then she and puts just, the like, other Ugh. picture side by side with that one where he's just, like, cold and dead inside. And it's just, yeah. like, what the fuck happened in, like, this, like, two-day span? Yeah, Ugh. his face was colder, more like a sculpture, less alive. It's like, okay. <laughs> You fucked up somehow, bro. I don't know how, but um, I'm concerned. Okay, but Um, here's the other thing that just, like, hurts is 
She said that wasn't the most troubling part is the fact that she was looking at the pair of them together and thinking she wasn't good enough for him. Like he was too beautiful and she was not like at all in his league. And, you know, she's, she said she looked average, even for a human, almost shamefully plain. Yeah. And And then she flips it over. Yeah. Cause she's so disgusted with like how she looks in comparison to him, which is so unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh my God. The like this is the kind of power imbalance in this relationship. This is the kind of thing that like you, I would be okay with doing like (laughs) if it was like way after you've broken up and Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I'm way out of their league, and you're like, oh, I can't believe I dated them. You're just kind of putting away. But like in this situation, it's so sad. It's really sad. It's really really sad. This poor. Literally, I, I wrote poor Bella so many times in this chapter as well, because she's just, oh, God. And then in this she's part where she's, so like, struggling and going through these photos and just, like, sad about her life, Edward doesn't even come over. He doesn't show up. He doesn't even I call know. her to say that he's not yep. coming. He just Which has, he just doesn't show. Yep. Has literally never happened, because she tries to think back the last time he'd done this, and it, he had never done it, ever. Yep. And she talks about how she's not sleeping well because she's so stressed by that. Like, she's staying up all night, you know, sort of hoping that he'll be there. And then also just, like, into hey, the wee hours hey, of the morning anybody, being anxious. Anybody out there who's thinking of breaking up with someone, please, for the love of God, don't be this. Don't do this. Just, just, don't just don't do this. It. Just do it. Just rip off the Band-Aid. Get it done. Don't be this bitch. This Thank is you. worse. This is 100% this is worse. so much worse. So much worse. So much worse. I don't care, like... If you're awkward or, like, worried about... Just fucking do it. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Don't just fucking scream. ignore someone for, like, days and then be like, uh, bye, bitch. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna steal your belongings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bring you to your house and steal everything that has to do with me. Uh, and then I'll anyway. you for it to die. Um. <laughs> uh, that comes later. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck boy hours. Anyway. <laughs> Um, uh, the real title of this chapter is Fuckboy Hours. Yeah, for real. No, that's the uh, title of this episode. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> real Fuckboy Hours in this uh, bitch. Man. So, then the next day, she's like, fuck it. Oh yeah, I, this first, first she's like, it was hard to even remember the reason for all of this mess, which is such, this was such, this resonated with me so hard because it's such yeah. a relationship thing when you're mad at each other or like whoever, like even if you're arguing like with your parents or whatever and you're and like in just the like, middle of this argument, it's like, what were we even arguing about? Now we're just mad for no reason. Yeah. Now there's just like bitter feelings and awkward uncomfortableness. And you're just like, did this really just start? Because like I made an offhand comment about how I don't like your shirt. Like, is that, <laughs> exactly. what, this, is that what started this? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And like the thing is like, it's not even really her fault. Like, she didn't do anything. Nope. She cut her finger, which is normal, and it would have been fine if Edward hadn't yeeted her over the table. Literally. So, Literally. Like, it's, and the, and I get that Edward thinks, he knows that it's all his fault, but the way he's making her suffer as if she did do something wrong, even if he thinks he's, like, mad at himself in his own head, he is punishing her for something that he did. Which is disgusting, and he continues to be a douchebag in this chapter and yeah, just in this book so far. Because for all his like shitty fucking claims about how you know he's bad for her and he's you know he, he puts her in danger and he's you know he, it's not safe for them to be together. It's like literally, it's your fault. Like yeah, this this is this is not on her in any way. Uh, talk about your feelings talk about them can a man express his feelings once please just just a, just a crumb of emotion please Ugh. oh my god not possible anyway <laughs> literally not um, yeah it's just like he's all in his head and it's just so frustrating because so much i don't know like if you just talked about it but i guess mm-hmm. like because he thinks he knows everything here's the thing he thinks he knows everything so 
in his mind, he's playing it out. Oh, I tell Bella this is what I'm feeling and that she's not safe to be around us and I should have never let this carry on. Then she goes, but I love you, Edward, and it doesn't matter. And then I go, oh, but it does matter, but you're in danger. And then she says, but I love you so much. It's fine. Whatever happens, it's not your fault. And then he feels bad and then they get stay in this relationship. He's already played it out in his head. That's the problem. And... So he's not giving her a chance to actually react because in his mind, it's a done deal. He's already played it out probably a thousand times since he never sleeps. And so to him, it's just a matter of like, uh, I don't know why he draws it out for this long though. Like, what is he hoping for? That's the part I don't get. That's the part I don't get. If he's already played it out in his head, like over and over, what's happening here? Is he just giving like his family time to escape? (laughs) I I think uh, so. My, my like, this is not redeeming, but it's the closest thing to redeeming guess that I can make is that he's dreading doing it. And so he, yeah. like, he like pulls it out, really drags it out really long because, you know, he has to do this like emotionless whatever. Right. And he does love her. And, you know, yeah, clearly that's this the is thing, like is a way know... of closing off his emotions. Yeah. We so, know like, that he, he cares. must be dragging it out and trying to not let it happen for as long as possible because he's just like really dreading it but that's oh it's so harmful to her god yeah that's the thing it's like yeah like i get from his perspective of like well obviously he doesn't want to do this and it's a hard decision for him but it's if he's already made the choice because clearly like everything has happened to lead up to this choice in the first place you can't drag it out bro you can't do this you really cannot and you can't and like and the fact that, I mean, we'll talk about this later, but he tells Alice not to say goodbye. And Alice is her best friend. Yeah. And he, com- and like, while this is happening, this distress is happening in their relationship, he has taken away the person who she would talk to about this and who would be her grounding force. Well, which yeah, is because also extremely first, damaging. In the first, like, day of where she's like, oh my God, like, he's not acting normal. The first thing she thinks is, I need to talk to Alice. Like, as soon as I can talk to Alice, like, we can figure out what's going on with him. Like, she can see the future. We can make the right choices here. And she's already gone. Yeah, and, like, not even even only that she can, like, see the future, but, like, she's also my friend and she knows him and she knows me and we'll all, like, we'll be able to talk it out. And she's, like, she's, you know, she's a calming force. She's really kind and she... Mm -hmm. I think she and I think she's knows like, how to calm people down. And yeah, like, she's, like, grounding uh, for Edward, too. Like, I, I very much think, like, she can she talks sense into Edward as well. And yeah, so Edward's like, no, this is my emotional support, Alice. You don't get her anymore. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> it really do be like that. God. And so then... The moment comes where suddenly he says, do you mind if I come over today? And this is when we all go, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I literally wrote, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. (laughs) Oh, man. So then she is, he's like, he's like, she's like, yeah, of course you can. And he's like, now? And she's like, sure. And she's realizing that he's like being weirdly like urgent there's some urgency in his tone and she's like that's weird um yeah and then she talks about how she's gonna go drop off a letter she doesn't even say what's in it but no it's the letter for uh for for renee like she's sending like a thank you thing to her for the the camera yeah but she doesn't say that though i mean no i'm saying she doesn't say to edward what it is oh she says i'm going to drop a letter for renee in the mailbox i'll meet you there but then he notices how thick it is so he assumes and he grabs it from her. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Little fucking bitch. Liar. <laughs> oh, God. And it's it's so gross how he's like, she's like, I'll do it. And like, you know, at first you don't notice this, but later you find out that he definitely threw that away. Like, obviously. Um, yeah. He definitely just got rid of that, burned that shit up. Um, but he like also smiles, a smile that she really likes as a way to like cover up his I know. deceit. Which is so toxic and disgusting of course Ugh. but even then she still notices how like the smile isn't doesn't quite reach his eyes because yeah. his eyes are just dead inside and that's how he's been for the last three days fucking weirdo i just hate <sighs> this like i i i really i wrote the same note again basically but it just it hits me in all those like relationship ending feelings where you're just like you know it's gonna happen and you're trying to avoid it but like you don't want to think about it, but everything right. is wrong and everything feels wrong. And you're just like, 
ah, I'm just sitting in anxiety yes. here. Like, and it's like it's that just... state of, it's a state of absolutely not wanting it to happen because you know it's going to happen, yeah. but also wanting it to be done. Yeah, like because you, you just want the to... anxiety to be over so you yeah, can like, and you have just the want catharsis. To go, you want it to just go back to normal. Like, yeah. You just want it to disappear, and obviously that's something that can't disappear. Um, so yeah. yeah, and it's like you're in this weird limbo where you're like, you know, you're afraid to talk about it because as soon as you bring the the topic up, it's like, oh shit, like this is addressing the problem, which means that, it, you know, there's the potential of like, oh, if I address this, then we really will be breaking up. But right. uh, you do want to because you sort of feel the inevitability of like, let's just get this over with. And it's just like, ah, ah, yeah, literally. Ah! Oh God. And this is like, I also just like. Bella's so relatable in this chapter in her anxiety and overthinking. (laughs) And, like, because, like, she talks about he does, he beats her there and he's parked in Charlie's spot, which means, which she knows is a bad sign because he didn't plan to stay because he parked in a different spot than he normally does, which is somebody else's spot. So he assumes he knows he'll leave before Charlie gets that, gets home to take that spot. Which is, like, such a, like, oh, my God. It's such, like, a... Girls just notice everything, okay? Yep. I don't... We, we do. We really, we do. really do. And it, it's also, we like, notice, it's, like... And, well, and it's not even like he's being subtle. He's being very obviously not yeah. normal. So, like... Yeah. Ugh, it and makes it, it hurt. It's, and it's, it's interesting, too, because, like, you... He would probably have to make the conscious decision to use that spot. I mean, maybe it's a lot more convenient, so he was just like, oh, yeah, just... but, like, you'd have to think he thought, oh, I'm not staying long, so I can use this spot, and then it's, like, this is just, like, a, are men okay? Like, <laughs> does, do men realize that when they do stuff like that, obviously we're gonna know, or are they just thinking of whatever is the most convenient to them? Yeah, I feel like it's just, oh, my God, I honestly think it might be the convenient thing. Because, <laughs> like, it's just the type of thing where, like, you would not do that because it's so rude and obvious. Like, I feel like if you thought about that, you wouldn't want to do that if you want to be nice. So we must, it's just like, he must have his own self-interest in mind or he's like, just like doubling down on just being a douchebag, which is also possible. I mean, I'm not yeah. ruling that out. But Well, just my like, only thought uh, for his doubling down is like, I suppose, like, if he tries to make it, like, the most painful, like, heartless thing possible, then maybe she'll get over him faster, which feels like That's a motive he would have. Works. But it's not how it works. <laughs> it's not how it works. Uh, but it absolutely is a motive he would have. It's absolutely something he would do, which he does, because... So, anyway. Yeah, I'm just, no, gonna, I, I just, I'm just uh... gonna make you hate me, so that way none of this will be painful, because you just hate me yes. too much. And it's also just a stereotypically male thing to do, is like, oh, I'm doing something that's gonna be painful for everyone involved, I'll just turn off my emotions, be the worst I can possibly be, take those emotions, put them in a box, bury them 10 feet underground and run. Like, and that is what men do when put, like, it's just, it's, not to generalize, but also like, it's such a toxic masculine thing of like, being unable to express these emotions because of course how you were raised and whatever and it's just like, this is how masculinity is pre- presented and perpetuated in society. Whatever. All that aside, like, he's, like, actively choosing to not show how he feels mm-hmm. and knowing he's going to hurt someone else more. But for some reason, he thinks that both that is better for her and also for himself because he doesn't need to fully process these emotions <sighs> because he can just squish it down like just like push it down and then just get rid of it and never think about it. And then he can put all that emotion onto her because he's blocking her out and therefore like exploding her emotions. And then he can just hightail it because he's also physically leaving. Like he's also being the one who's physically leaving. So he is able to actually void that space and completely just take himself out of it. And she's stuck there with that absence and all of these emotions and also the, the lack of emotion that he gave to her is also so much more anxiety and emotion for her because now she has to reckon with that and what does that mean and what was he actually feeling or does he really not care that much and why is he so heartless it's just like oh my god oh my i'm so (laughs) i'm so angry that was a rant that was a big rant but i just uh 
No, I I completely, I literally completely agree with everything you said there because there's so much wrong here. And how is she ever going, how does he ever expect her to get this, like, closure when, like, he gave no acknowledgement of, like, anything good that was between them or any acknowledgement to her feelings and how she might be feeling sad or betrayed or anything. It was just a clean break. I'm going to ignore you. Yes. I didn't exist. Oh my God. Uh, you know, this is it. Goodbye. Yeah. Peace out. We're getting a bit ahead of ourselves, so let's we are, uh, yeah. do some catching <laughs> up. <laughs> um, instead of going inside, he says, let's go for a walk. And she's like, I really don't want to do this. And I want to say no, but I know I can't. Um, <laughs> and then they walk for like, like 30 seconds. And then he's like, done. <laughs> she literally says, some walk because they're barely even on the trail and can still see the house yep because uh, she um, knows it's not let's go on a walk it's we need to talk <laughs> yeah that's the the death yeah. sentence yep god and then he says bella we're leaving and because she had put this whole like you know fantasy in her head of you know they would leave together she immediately interprets that as like oh we are leaving the two of us together Yep, and um, I'm ready for that. I have prepared. Yeah, God. <sighs> and, uh, but then she, like, slowly, like, he starts saying stuff, like, Carlisle can barely pass for 30, and, like, how much longer could we stay here? And she's like, oh, the we does not include the, me. The we is the Cullens. Oh. Yep. Ugh. The oof, just like oh, Minecraft death noise. Like, <laughs> and then he pulls his usual shit where he's like, "I'm no good for you, Bella. My world is not for you." Uh, yeah, where, oh, where we're God. going, it's not the right place for you. I'm no good for you. My world is not for you. <laughs> and it's putting so much of like you're wrong for me onto Bella. That's what is so fucked up. It's. You're not right for me. We can't be together. You don't belong yeah. with us in our world. You said she was saying like you promised that you would stay, and he said as long as that was best for you. Which like we talked, I feel like we talked about how that yep. was a caveat, and we yep. were just like, oh god, <laughs> uh, when's that gonna come back up? And surprise, immediately it's here. <laughs> um, and then she talks about the soul, which is really interesting. Yeah. And she's like, I don't care. You can have my soul. I don't want it without you. It's yours already. And he just, like, stares at the ground. And then he looks up with, like, a harder look in his eyes. Like, liquid gold had frozen solid. And then he comes hidden, comes out swinging with... He is. Bella, I don't want you to come with me. Yeah. I literally wrote, bruh. (laughs) (laughs) Bruh. I was like... Bro, why? How, why would you just do that, bro? It's because she literally just the last line of dialogue is her telling him that he can have her soul, yeah, and that's already his. Which you know, problematics of that yeah. aside, that is a big old declaration that she's making. It is, and then he's like, actually, I don't want you. And, and she's like, uh, 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 uh. yeah, and that's when everything just kind of fucking falls apart and she just mm-hmm. repeats that out loud and she's like i don't i don't understand that i don't know and then she just goes well well that changes things because she's just like <laughs> something in her brain and here's the thing she had that moment with the photo where she looks at herself and thinks oh my god i'm not good enough for him and so when he says i don't want you her brain mm-hmm. immediately goes of course of course he doesn't i never belonged with him anyway i'm not good enough yep. for him and it's horrible yep. Yeah. And then he says, of course, I'll always love you, dot, 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 in a way. Ugh. Which is, I'm gonna reach inside the book and strangle him. And not in the hot way, in the dead way. Um, oh my god, this is horrible. Oh my god, he he's like... He goes on to say that he realized the other night that it's time for a change... And he's tired of pretending to be something he's not. He's not human. Um, and he's let this go on, go on for much too long. But, like, oh, my... 
Oh my god. Oh my god. I'll always love you in a way. I know. In a I know. Way? I know. The I fuck know. Does that I wrote even a mean? note about that too. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean in a way? What? This is so backhanded. I hate it. I know. It's so gross. It's like, yeah, I'll love you to an extent, but like, not, not enough for like real to continue. for real. Yeah, and not like. Yeah, and, like, you know, whatever. It's, like, it's kind of faded, so... Like, I'll remember you fondly, but, like, we gotta move yeah. on. Oh, my God. Ugh! Yeah, and so he's saying he let it go on for too long, and he's sorry for that, and she's just like, don't do this. I cannot handle this mentally, emotionally, physically right now. And this is where he tells him that Bella is not good for him. Yeah. Turn it around this time. I hate him so much in this moment. I hate him so much. I hate him so much. And he totally has no emotion in this the entire time, which is so bad. Like, it just makes it so much worse because it's like she's look. she would be looking to his face for any sign that, like, you know, he's hurting, that this hurts too, that, like, he cares at all. And he's just like, I am not showing anything. It yeah. is time to leave. Goodbye, Bella. Yeah, and and she she also says like right after he says that she's no good for him, she's like, "How well I knew that I wasn't good enough for him." Like this is just yep. like, you know as you were talking before with the picture, it's all of her fears confirmed. It's just being like, "Yeah, he's said." And you this know, I think and... like because he had that moment where like his face hardened and he turned to this tactic instead, and it's like he knows he's playing on her insecurities right. and fears now to make her accept that this is true, that he's really leaving, and that's so fucking evil. That is toxic as all fucking hell to play on someone's insecurities, especially when you know them. That is like when it you hit below the belt. That's yep. Ah. <laughs> he made that conscious cho- conscious choice though. You can see that when yeah. he changes, and it's just like, oh my god. Yeah, and uh, she says before that he was staring at her without apology, just like nothing. Yep. Just, just being absolutely brutal. And that oh oh, and then after. T- pulling her heart out of her chest, ripping it in two, throwing it on the ground, and stomping on it a little bit. He's like, I would like to ask you a favor. Uh, the audacity. <laughs> oh, if men have one thing, <laughs> it's the audacity. It really is. Oh my God. The audacity to ask for this favor is that he says, Don't do anything reckless or stupid. Charlie needs you. And. This ties back into mm. our previous conversation about the whole, like, you know, they would, like, die without the other conversation, uh, it's Romeo such and Juliet wi- stuff. It's such a wild turnaround, too, because that was, like, a chapter ago. Yeah. Mm. That was, like, a chapter ago. So, and like, he was like, if I couldn't be with you, I would die. I would off myself. And now and, he's saying... And now he's like, you can't, though. Charlie needs you. God, and it's such, like... <laughs> that's also not what you say to someone who's in that position you're not like well if you die you're actually hurting more people that's not what you say (sighs) it's not what you say to someone in that state that's just like adds guilt and like makes you feel even worse okay whatever and it's also like he's not even he's also removing himself specifically because he's the way he says it, like, he, he's distancing himself, and he says, oh, yeah. I'm thinking of Charlie, of course. He needs you. He's like, I don't need you. He's like, take care of yourself for him, not for me. I just, just don't want him. you to hurt somebody else. Yeah. Don't think about me. I don't Nothing give a you fuck. do will hurt me. Yeah. God. And he says he'll make a promise in return, and this is a stupid fucking insidious little Edward promise bullshit. I know. Where he says... This will be the last time you'll see me. I won't come back. I won't put you through anything like this again. You can go on with your life without any more interference from me. It will be as if I never existed. Yep. <clears throat> I, I, I wrote I wrote in all caps, bro, you suck. <laughs> in, the, in the fucking margin. Okay, but oh then it gets God. worse. But then it gets worse because yep. he says, don't worry, you're human, which is so fucking condescending patronizing yep and condescending the human memory is no more than a sieve time heals all wounds for your kind and it's just like you little condescending piece of shit you don't get to tell her that she's gonna be fine because she's human shut up i know god and then she's like and your memories and you know he has this moment where he's like uh, 
And then, uh, he, uh, like, uh, 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 then he turns around and he's like, I won't forget, but my kind were very easily distracted, which is the that fuck sounds like you such in, a that fucking like, like that innuendo sounds he's gonna right go there. Off and like bang some other vampire yep. and like have post breakup sex and be like fine with it. Yep, that's what it sounds like. It sounds exactly like that, and it's again patronizing because he's like, "You are something that I can easily distract myself. You are from. insignificant to me. I can just get distracted, and you're human anyway, so you'll forget all this. It doesn't matter. Chill. Yeah, your emotions are invalid because." I see things as being way, like, I see time as going by much faster. So the way I see things is right. And your silly little emotions won't matter. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And he says, that's everything. We won't bother you again. And that's when she's like, wait, so Alice really isn't coming back. Like, she's she's gone. He's like, yeah, I told her not to say goodbye. Sucks for you. I made that decision on your behalf. That's so not okay to make an interpersonal decision as a third party. Like, he is neither of the people in that relationship. He's neither of the people in that friendship. And obviously Bella would have wanted to say goodbye. And obviously we see that Alice wanted to say goodbye, but he convinced her not to. So he is not only, like, you know, ruining their relationship, but he's also fucking with her friendships to, like, make it better for him, I guess. And be what he wants because yeah. he has the last say, apparently, for whatever fucking reason. If I was Alice, I would punch him. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's fucking ridiculous. I can't believe she didn't punch him. I can't believe I Alice stood for this. What the fuck, Alice? Why, did, why is anybody in his family letting him do this? This is an Edward decision all over it. And they're just going along with it? Yeah, Carlo. Carlo. <laughs> Carlo, <laughs> what the fuck, Carlo? Carlo? Would you like Daddy Carl? Daddy Carl, you're the daddy Carl. here. Uh, Papa, where's the where's the rationality? <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. All right. Oh my God. <sighs> well, then he just says he he fucking kisses her on the forehead and then just says, it's, "Take care of shit. yourself." And then he he's runs away. Shit. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but can you imagine what he looks like? How he runs in the movie. <laughs> Naruto running through the forest after. <laughs> oh, the fucking like air treadmill. <laughs> oh, what a piece of shit! Oh my god. Okay. That gives me some healing. That's that's some healing energy right there. He looks like an idiot. Yeah, he's such a douchebag. He's like goodbye, and he fucking kisses her, which is so. Well, anyway, uh, he <laughs> literally abandons Bella in a forest, and yep. uh, she just keeps walking forward just thinking i'm just gonna i'm just gonna follow him because her (laughs) brain is broken now yeah and kind of funny horrible if it wasn't so sad yeah um it just yeah it it sucks it's so like vivid where she's just walking and she doesn't really know where she's going and it's getting darker and she fears that if she stops then he's really gone so that's what keeps pushing her to just keep walking uh and she just oh my god like this is angsty and maybe a bit dramatic but like it still hurts and it's the line love life meaning over <laughs> and it's like but i it's, mean oh god it, sucks. it it did hurt it hurt a lot and then she trips and then she falls and then she just lies on the ground which is a mood <laughs> <laughs> i was <laughs> drinking water <laughs> um she just like yeah. lies there and she's like if i just lay here <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh god, it's like, but it really, you know, yeah, this whole thing is like a very like dramatic, like this whole next part is like a very dramatic way for this to end up, but also like, this is really showing how absolutely unhealthy their relationship was, and therefore how broken she now is mm-hmm. because of this like big change, and it's just like, oh, you, you poor thing, I just feel so bad for her. I know. It's, uh, she is just in, like... She's in like, shock. She is, like... <clears throat> she is in shock. And, like, she's also, like... She's, like, constantly... Over the, all of these days, she's, like, teetering on the edge 
of like a mental break, which could uh-huh. uh, really harm her, and she could do something really fucking stupid. Like no matter what that is, like this is the sort of thing that like this state mentally that she's in, like it seems like you know she's about to go off the deep end in right. terms of just like her mental state and like what she's able to do. She's literally can't even function, and it's the sort of thing where it's it it very much reminds me of like that utter like that like moment right before the break if that makes sense right um and you know i think her i think i think her break ends up just being her like wandering in which is like could be harmful but it's not the most harmful thing she could have done um i mean i don't know i guess we'll see the next chapters but like uh yeah she is really really struggling real Mm -hmm. bad and like i say she's in shock because like she starts to realize that like she hears voices calling and she thinks she she just briefly has this moment of oh, I should have answered that, whatever. Like, yeah. she just doesn't, she doesn't respond. Like, she's told. she's, like, catatonic. Like, she's yeah. not responding to people. She doesn't feel things. She's just kind of there and just, like, existing in this weird state of, like, you know, I guess I'll just, I'll just die here or something. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, like, <laughs> this is such a weird comparison, but this, like, scene of her laying in the dark, like, underneath some leaves, like, it, like, whatever, it so aggressively reminds me of PETA in the first Hunger Games book <laughs> when he's injured and he's fucking hiding and covered he's himself in, like, cake frosting or whatever. <laughs> and he's just, like, he's so, so injured that he can't even, like, call out to really, like, get help. Yeah, he's just, um, a, he's just a little bog boy. <laughs> which is, like, equally a hilarious and, like, really sad, horrible comparison because, <laughs> you know, he's, like, fucking dying and she's, like, having the worst time of her life. But it is such, like, a funny comparison. Because it's, like, it's that idea of, like, being so, like, out of it that you can't even yeah. save yourself when you possibly could. Yeah. Um, so, eventually, a uh, flashlight breaks through the darkness. Uh, a man named Sam, uh, Sam Yuli comes and I finds her. It. And he's just, like... I'm friends with Charlie. I came to look for you. And then she okay. just, like, doesn't respond. <laughs> Before this, though, we gotta pick up on this. I'm so intuitive. My brain is so strong. It's so subtle. Is that she hears animal noises. Yeah. And she hears snuffling. snuffling and then it an goes away. Sound. And then the people come. Mm-hmm. Almost like Almost. there do be some dogs. Like there might be some big dogs. Big One dogs. One might even call them... Like a wolf, maybe? Like a wolf. And, you know, the moon's is talked about in this chapter, so, like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we missed, we missed the... A lunar eclipse, a new moon. Oh, God, yeah. The title. <laughs> Pop in that title. Oh, God. But anyway, yep. so, yeah. She, like, hears faintly the snuffling, and she's like, should I be afraid of that? Nah. I'm too, like, out of it. <laughs> and then the snuffling goes away, and then people find her. So it's clearly, like... Yeah. Okay, so these bitches are running around as little doggies, little dachshunds, <laughs> and they're finding her, they're sniffing around with their little doggy noses, and then they're going back and um, pretending yeah. that they just found her. <laughs> so convenient. So he carries her back through the woods to Charlie, My and there's like a whole search party that had been out there, and like a bunch of people, and you know he's. Sam says, I don't think she's hurt. She just keeps saying he's gone. And she doesn't even realize that she was, like, saying that out loud. Like, she's, like, in such a fucking, like, catatonic state that she's, like, not aware of what she's saying or doing or, like, existing. She she also talks about when he's taking her back. She's like, I should be worried about being carried away by a stranger, but there's nothing left Left in me to upset, to, like, react to this, Um, which is just really sad. And so this is the part that just, like, broke my heart as Charlie... This is where I cried! This is where I cried! Oh my god, yay! (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like we experience everything the exact same way. Um, (laughs) Oh god, because it's... Ugh. She hasn't recognized any voices thus far. You know, she's been in her head, like, unable to, like, even focus for, like, days, and then she has this break where she, like, goes and fucking gets lost in the middle of the woods half the night. And mm-hmm. the first thing she recognizes is Charlie's voice, her dad's voice, and he, she, the, it's like the first thing she like says to anyone. She's like, Charlie, like, I know who that is. And he says, I'm right here, baby, which is, <laughs> <laughs> and 
and then I'm, he I'm carries like, her. He trying? insists on carrying her. Yes, even and though the, he's not very strong. Yeah, the other thing that got me was like she smelled the leathery smell of his sheriff jacket, which is yeah. just just specific. Like you like you know these smells that are associated with people yeah. you love, and it's like also again because I said I'm a very like uh, I'm an emotional reader and I like feel the emotions that the characters are emoting so like when I was reading this I was like also like in my own mini state of distress like just like my like little projecting distress yeah yeah, and so this like release of finally getting someone familiar and getting this familiar smell I could just like imagine it and that's really what ticked me to like tear up and cry a little bit because yep oh god it's like you're in such a state and then you finally get one thing that is familiar just one thing and one smell and it's just like everything is safe and yeah yeah it's just, I don't know, it's something that gets me when it's just, like, dad loving his kid, and I'm just like, oh. Oh, daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, uh, Newman. <laughs> um, so, uh, there's a doctor here to, like, check her out, and uh, the doctor says, are you hurt? And she's like, oh, that's different than Sam's question, which was, have you been hurt? And so that's like, yes, that? emotionally I have been hurt. But in this case, she's like, no, I'm not hurt. Whatever. I'm fine. It's so interesting that she, like, is thinking in clearly enough to notice I know. that. <laughs> she's like, hmm, this wording was very strange. But, like, I also think, you know, I wonder if, like, Sam was worrying that maybe Edward had hurt her. And so the yeah. way he asked this question was pointed because... You know, he internally makes the assumption that if she's hurt, she has been hurt by somebody else. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so that just comes out in how he speaks. He doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't even necessarily yeah. mean that he was consciously thinking it, just unconsciously. That's how it comes out. Whereas the doctor is just like, you know, he doesn't really seem to know as much. He's just like, oh, are you hurt? Like, I can help. Um, so it's definitely, it's super interesting to like, it is cool to yeah. know that difference. Because it's like, oh, Sam they was They had different intentions. Yeah, yeah, Sam was definitely implying that if Bella someone was hurt, someone had inflicted pain upon her yep. instead of just being, like, you know, falling and hurting herself. Anyway, um, they discuss that she you knows she got lost, and uh, Charlie's like, oh, is it true that the Cullens have left? And the doctor's like, yep, uh, no warning, really, but apparently they've gone to L.A. <laughs> and Bella's like, that's a fucking lie. Yeah, that's fucking funny. Um. <laughs> And there's just, like, I don't know, there's a lot of conversation, um, and she just kind of decides to, like, tune it out and, like, pull the blanket up and be like, I'm just gonna not exist for a bit by hopefully trying to sleep. Yeah, I wish they would let her go to her room. (laughs) Yeah. I get, like, not moving her because she's in shock and, like, staying in one place, but also, oh my god, like, the phone keeps ringing. (laughs) Yeah, and then, so then the phone rings and it's, and Charlie learns that there were, like, fires out there. Uh, by the reservation and uh he's like what the you know he gets mad about it so bella only hears one side of the conversation and then she asks what the fires are about and he says it's nothing it's just some bonfires and she's like bonfires (laughs) like with a deadpan voice (laughs) and he's just like some of the kids on the reservation are being rowdy they're celebrating the news which is so fucking funny funny to me but also like yikes <laughs> uh here's another yikes is uh you know they're talking more about how edward left her alone in the woods Jesus, and yeah. she's like wait how did you know where to find me and so edward fucking forged a note in her handwriting God, saying so i'll be in the woods yeah uh just backtracking a tiny bit um mm. i just wanted to mention another like oh look werewolves thing <laughs> where it's like um <laughs> He was talking, Charlie's talking to someone on the phone. He's like, oh, thanks for sending Sam and them up. Like, you're right. They do know the forest better than we do. It's like, hmm, (laughs) wonder why. I wonder. Can't be anything associated with that. Anyway, going back to what we were talking about. Um, Yeah, Charlie's, like, rage at Edward leaving her alone in the woods is so justified here. So fucking valid. I, we know we've complained about him being, like, a toxic, you know, like, sort of controlling dad. In In this situation... Go fucking crazy, Charles. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I completely am on his side right now. Fuck yeah. this guy. 
so he keeps trying to say, like, you know, I want to know if Edward left you alone. Like, what did Edward do? And she's like, I can't talk about this. And then she runs to her room. And that's when she starts to realize something. Uh, someone had been in the house to leave a note. And she starts checking her things. The CD that Edward made for her is gone from the player. You're the photos that she dead. had put in the fucking scrapbook are gone from the scrapbook. And it's just like, he's literally taken any sense of closure she could have by removing her the chance to even process this like a normal person would. Of like, let me look at those photos. Like, let me remember, you know, yeah. maybe with time. Like, I'll, it's just, no, he's just like, you don't get that choice. I'm just gone now. Goodbye. Yeah. All of this and stuff is like gone this- now. It's at this level of, like, weird gaslighting to the extreme where you yeah. think, you know, it'll be like I never existed. And then he and physically then literally... removes any evidence of his existence. So much so that it would be, like, she could, if people didn't, like, really talk about him, she could, like, be like, is this fucking fiction of my imagination? Like, yeah. or figment of like, my imagination. Like, holy shit, yeah. that's terrifying. I hate it. Um, hate him. He took uh, away the and... opportunity for her to burn those pictures, which is a very satisfying thing. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm like, like that is, what that if she is a moment to burn of closure. Those. I mean, like, you know, the modern version of that is like, you know, you finally delete all the pictures off of yeah. your phone and you click the the permanently delete button and you're deleting yeah, yeah, the yeah. pictures on, on your phone and you're like, I've done it. And so she could fucking burn these pictures eventually when she's ready. Um, but she doesn't get that. Yeah. Then she falls to the floor and then she says, the waves of pain that had only laughed at me now before now reared high up and washed over my head, pulling me under. I did not resurface. And then we get this literary genius, which I would like to talk about. Wait, before nope. we do this, because I feel like this yes. is going to be a whole thing. I do okay. want to say that the end of this is, I really like this. It's, I think it's a very good description for this type of sadness, like mm. this type of depression. Um, and I also just want to like bring up again how Bella is really tied to the element of water. Just like oh, yeah. throughout the book so far, you know... Like, when she almost dies, she's, like, talking about, like, she's sinking into a pool that gets just get deeper and deeper, and now she's talking about waves lapping up at her. I just think it's really interesting how associated she is with that element. I just think it's uh, neat. It's something that I like to track. Um, I have a question, then, uh, circling yes. back. Is Virgo an earth sign? Air sign? I think it's an earth sign, which is why... Right, so, yeah. I don't fucking Further proving like that. that she's not a Virgo. Okay, got it. Lies. <laughs> interesting so the next four pages uh then just say it's a blank page and it just says october next Mm. page november december january before chapter four starts you get nothing this is nothing oh my okay i i I mean i can't fully like rant about it yet because i haven't gotten to see what's on the other side but this is like wild i personally love it um i think it's (sighs) I, okay, I feel like I'm going to upset, like, Regina was complaining about this, but I think this, this is what she was upset about, right? Was this yeah, literary yeah. thing? I also like it. I love it. Come um, at me, stands. I relate to it a lot. I feel like if you've ever been in, like, that huge depression, time just passes and escapes from you, and you just, you feel like you've ceased to exist in life for some time, and you yeah. get that through this, where it's just, like, Time passes and nothing happens for her. Yeah, it's, it's it's just passing it's, without her participating at all. It's like the pandemic if you live by yourself. It is. <laughs> it's it just is like, and month, and another month, and still nothing yeah. of note is happening. And another month, and, and time just keeps month. going, and you're just like, why do I exist here still? Like, and you, I... it's and you know, it's like she's again like with these water like illusions, is she's just floating in this pool, or yep. she's going down this river. That's just nothing's happening. For four whole months. She's not participating in her life. She's barely existing. There are no thoughts. It's, yeah, I don't know. I love it. Uh, I think it's evocative. Um, I I can understand it. I think it's a great way to, like, visually tell that story without just being like, and Bella didn't feel things. She still didn't feel things. (laughs) And she did nothing. I just think it's more more powerful than that. I agree. Because, like, I understand that, like, I can see... How, like, people could maybe see it as, like, a scapegoat slash laziness. However, Mm. I would strongly push against that. Because would you rather have chapters detailing that bullshit? No. No! It's so We've talked much better and like literarily, yeah, so much. And it's this so much is more a great way to overcome interesting. that. It's lyrical. It's like, yeah. it you know, it makes you think. <laughs> it really mm-hmm. makes you think. Um, I think it's a way more effective way to 
past Well, especially I'm thinking, like, the first time that I read this, and it was just, like, holy shit. Like, time, like, this is oh just Oh, my God. Like, can you imagine doing this? Oh, my God. Can you imagine reading this? Oh, I mean, I know you can because you did it, but I'm being, like, imagining reading this as it comes out in, like, the third chapter they break up, and you're like, what the fuck? I, that's when I, that's, that is when I threw my copy of New Moon at the wall in my bedroom. I viscerally remember it. I was on my bed and then he left and I kept reading like, he's going to come back. He's going to change his mind. And then I got to this chapter part where it was like, you know, October, November, December and like nothing, (laughs) no sign of him. And I threw my book at the wall. (laughs) Holy shit. Oh God. Oh my God. Okay. So that's the end of the chapter. Oh, in the end of this episode. We'll see you I'm next glad, time. Yeah, I'm glad we, you know, I'm glad we <laughs> switched up the uh, thing because we only talked about this one chapter and it's still an hour long recording. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm really glad good we job a good us. place. Yeah. Um, I am like shook. I want to go read the next chapter immediately, but then I know I'll be like in agony for two weeks. So I'm like trying to decide if I should like, try to pace it out. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see yeah. what's next. And I think the presence of, like, more Quileute people, like, just, like, yep. being around means that we're gonna get some Jacob time. We and are. And I'm so excited to see him get a haircut and get hot <laughs> and get, like, like, like where he, that one picture of him that I can imagine in my head where he's just, like, Taylor Lautner's yeah. just, like, covered in oil. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I'm ready for it. Uh, uh, fuck Edward Cullen. All my homies hate Edward Cullen. It's Jacob Blake time <laughs> Black Fuck time Edward now. Cullen. That's our final <laughs> message of this episode. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay. See ya. <laughs>Thanks for listening to Unbitten. If you want to get in contact with us, follow us on Twitter at UnbittenPod or subscribe to our Patreon. And for now, the rest is still Unbitten. <laughs>